the keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Excited to talk about matchups the 49ers must exploit on the offensive side of the football to be able to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Steelers are a very talented team. Watching their film, seeing the new additions that they've added to this roster, but just seeing how the defensive line and front seven play together, along with that guy roaming in the back, Minka Fitzpatrick, and they've got a very formidable group that the 49ers are going to have to look to exploit. And how do you do that? Well, you have to find matchups that favor you in some area, in some fashion. And Kyle Shanahan's really good at that. Kyle Shanahan's good at locating which mismatch he wants to get and then using certain formations, certain personnel groupings, and certain motions to end up getting the matchup he's looking for. Because if you can exploit matchups, this is a matchup game. You can exploit it. You have opportunities to have big-time plays for your offense. And Kyle Shanahan knows that they've got to get off to a fast start. They've got a young quarterback in Brock Purdy. They've got a lot of talent surrounding him, but they also have a new right tackle in Colton McKivitz and a young interior battery, Aaron Banks and Spencer Burford, uh, only in their second year starting. So 49ers got a lot of questions that still need to be answered, but a really good football team. A lot of talent and a lot of excitement coming from it. And a lot of the reason is because you got a guy like Christian McCaffrey uh, that comes to the 49ers last year. And once he got involved in the offense, the offense completely changed. Him alone, the addition of McCaffrey, added seven points per game to the 49ers. That is tremendous. And then you throw in the fact Brock Purdy added another seven. You got a lot of talent. But the thing that McCaffrey does to so many teams is he puts you in weird situations where you have to find a matchup that works for you. Is that a linebacker? Is that a safety? Is that a nickel corner? Is it a combination of both? Is it everyone having their eyes on him? And that's just in the passing game. Then he can turn around and run the football too. So by him being on the field and you going to a nickel set because you've got to account for him in the pass game, now you're in a situation where the 49ers can run the football on you. Uh, so it's a very interesting dynamic when you have players like the 49ers do that are completely interchangeable. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, you're getting to these positionless type players. And there's three players on the 49ers roster that probably do positionless better than anyone. The top two, of course, McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and then you sprinkle in George Kittle because Kittle can also get the ball on jet sweeps and things like that. He's really good at catching tight end screens. So there's different avenues to attack. When you're talking about Christian McCaffrey, the first thing is going to be can a Landon Roberts and can Cole uh, Hokum uh, cover him? I think that's going to be one of the things they're going to have to answer early on. Is Pittsburgh even going to try? Both guys pretty good in coverage, uh, but can they cover a running back with the abilities of Christian McCaffrey? I think that's always the question. Everyone always talks about how good Bobby Wagner is. Well, Bobby Wagner got absolutely exposed in multiple occasions last year against Christian McCaffrey. Whether McCaffrey was a 
Carolina Panther or whether he was a San Francisco 49er, that matchup never worked out for him. Bobby Wagner used to be really good in coverage. Part of the reason is Christian McCaffrey could start for a lot of teams as their slot receiver. That's how good he is running routes, creating separation, and then getting yards after the catch. There's not many guys that can do it the way he does. So what does Pittsburgh do? Do they just run zone, uh, hope that they can cover up Christian McCaffrey when he's in the slot? Do they run more of a man? Do they potentially put Holcomb or Landon Roberts in a situation where they're one-on-one with McCaffrey? Those are tremendous mismatches. There's not very many linebackers, if any linebackers, that can cover Christian McCaffrey in open space. It's just a real problem. So what do you do? Do you bring Minka Fitzpatrick into the fold? Is he covering Christian McCaffrey? If that's the case, it opens a, a whole other bag of worms now, doesn't it? Because then who's covering George Kittle? So it's an interesting dynamic that Pittsburgh is going to have to figure out because Christian McCaffrey is going to open up so many avenues for other offensive players to have big plays. And one thing that Pittsburgh fans are going to realize when they watch this game is how much Kyle Shanahan motions and shifts. Uh, so if you're watching the game and you don't watch very much 49ers football, you're going to see a lot of motions and a lot of shifts. Not only does that make the defense shift into a multitude of different looks, but also it changes reads, uh, changes assignments, and also will reveal a lot to the quarterback as well. So Christian McCaffrey is going to be the biggest uh, player to exploit the Steelers defense because there's just no one way that you can go ahead and cover Christian McCaffrey. If I, if I was to guess, I would guess Pittsburgh's going to try to do it in a variety of different ways. Sometimes it'll be one of the linebackers. Sometimes it will be Mika Fitzpatrick. Sometimes it will be a slot corner. Sometimes it will be another safety. Maybe uh, they'll bring somebody else in to cover McCaffrey. It's going to have to be all hands on deck. When you have that mentality, though, that means you're watching McCaffrey. So as McCaffrey goes in motion or as he sets up outside, that means there's a lot of eyes going his direction. And if a lot of eyes are going his direction, they're doing like they did last year. They're forgetting about players like George Kittle or Debo Samuel or Kyle Juszczyk or finding ways and open locations to get open and make plays. And I think that's really an interesting dynamic in this game. Now, if Landon Roberts and Cole Holcomb can do a really good job of slowing down McCaffrey, it's going to make it difficult for the 49ers because this is, this is their main piece. This is the piece that kind of makes everything easier for everyone else. So that's why I look for them to go with a variety of ways, including Minka Fitzpatrick getting involved in or around the box, especially if McCaffrey goes to the slot in 21 personnel. So it's going to be an interesting one. I'm excited about what McCaffrey can do against the Steelers offense because I think this is a big exploit and a big advantage 49ers. There's just not a linebacker in this league that can cover Christian McCaffrey one-on-one. -on -one. I know because I go to training camp and I watch Fred Warner. Fred Warner is one of the best cover linebackers in the entire league, if not the best cover linebacker in the entire league, and he has absolutely no chance ever of covering Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey is that good. He's a better route runner than Debo Samuel. Uh, the dude is special. So I think that's a real mismatch, and how the Steelers go about handling it is going to determine everything. Because when they see McCaffrey, are they going to stay in their base 3-4 defense? Are they going to go to a sub package like a nickel? Uh, are they eventually going to end up in a dime depending on what the 49ers personnel grouping is? All those things create mismatches 
Because if you bring a big player off and get out of your base 3-4, that means now Christian McCaffrey can do some damage running the football, which he will have to do in this game for the 49ers to be able to win. Matchup number two that I think the 49ers can exploit is Brandon Ayuk, who's had the best training camp I've ever seen him have in all the time that I've seen him with the San Francisco 49ers versus Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, year 13, has been with the Arizona Cardinals. 49ers, very familiar with Patrick Peterson. He's been one of the greats in this league. Very good in coverage, very physical at the point of attack, can tackle like nobody's business, solid player. But at this point in his career, when he's on the decline and Brandon Ayuk is on the absolute uh, level where he's going to explode, I think this is going to be a huge coming out party for Ayuk. He can win one-on-one. He can win in zone. He can do it all. And so this is going to be a matchup I look for the 49ers to exploit during this game. We'll see what happens early. If Brandon Ayuk is able to create that separation the way I think he will be uh, right off the bat uh, with those press releases that he's really good at, or just the way that he moves his body as he gets to the top of his stem and gets in and out of his break, those are going to be interesting. And I think if he can create that separation, he's going to make plays. And with all the focus going towards Christian McCaffrey, there's going to be less focus towards Brandon Ayuk. And if Ayuk can take advantage of one-on-one situations early on in the game, and they have to start giving safety help over the top, that will change the dynamic of the Steelers' defense as well. And so quick hitters, uh, quick throws, slants, uh, in cuts, out routes, those types of things are going to be exactly what the 49ers want to do early. And if Ayuk can create separation against Patrick Peterson, that's going to help. Because I think in the in the grand scheme of pecking order of how the Steelers are going to go about taking players away, I think I think Ayuk is down the list. Uh, later on in this year, I think Ayuk's going to move to the top of some people's list. Never probably above Christian McCaffrey, but they're going to have to start paying a lot more attention to Brandon Ayuk because he's about to step in to that upper echelon of wide receiver from everything I've seen, route running, yards after the catch, uh, blocking. He's dynamic, and he can get physical with Patrick Peterson. Peterson will be physical back. That'll be a battle, uh, but I do think this is one the 49ers can win. I even think there's some opportunities in one-on-one situations for the 49ers to take a shot down the field and pass Patrick Peterson because Ayuk has a speed advantage at this point in Patrick Peterson's career. Never thought I would say that after he came into uh, the NFL from college and he was so fast, so electric, one of the really good ones. And I have a lot of respect for Patrick Peterson and how bad he's battled and how intelligent he is. You're not going to confuse him. You're just going to have to beat him. And I think that's one thing Brandon Ayuk is going to be able to do in this game. And I'm looking forward to Brock Purdy and Brandon Ayuk getting on the same page and taking advantage of Patrick Peterson. We'll see if they're able to uh, take advantage of it the way that I'm kind of thinking they will. Uh, But this is going to be a fun one to watch. A very talented cornerback versus a receiver that's on his way up. Next up is going to be Debo Samuel in the slot. And the reason I picked Debo in the slot is because he's going to get a little bit of a free release, but also he's going to be going against a question mark at slot. Will it be Shandon Sullivan? If it is, uh, then that's advantage Debo Samuel in a big way. And Debo is in the best shape I've ever seen him in his life. Uh, I know he said since 2019, but he looks better than even that. He's creating separation just with his route running, best route running I've seen from Debo Samuel. But the reason that this is one that I like is the dynamic ability Debo has with the ball in his hands. 
There is nobody, and I repeat, nobody that will be on the field Sunday at Heinz Field that is better with the football in their hand than Debo Samuel. He's the most dynamic after he catches the football. He can take it to the house at any moment. He breaks tackles. He outruns people. He gets physical. He's elusive. He is spectacular. He's the 49ers home run hitter. And finding a matchup like this that favors the 49ers is great. I think Debo can consistently win. Now the Steelers did go out and they signed Desmond King. And Desmond King could see some time. We'll see. Uh, but I think Debo has an advantage against Desmond King too. This is an advantage that I like for the 49ers. Debo is stronger. He's more physical. And now with the route running and the, the way that he looks as far as health-wise, he can now create separation on his own. I like that. Of course, Kyle will scheme it in. And if the 49ers establish a run game early on and make those linebackers that we were just talking about, Cole Holcomb, Landon Roberts, step up and create that void in the middle of the field, and then you've got Minka Fitzpatrick following around Christian McCaffrey, that's going to leave a void in this defense for the 49ers to take advantage with Christian McCaffrey, with George Kittle if he plays in this game, or uh, insert wide receiver Jawan Jennings uh, to make catches in the middle of the field. And so uh, that's where I think Debo can have success. I also believe Debo is going to be tasked with catching some early bubble screens, uh, some, some things that he can take advantage of because you want to slow down TJ Watt's pass rush. Yes, TJ Watt can come. You get rid of the screen and make him chase. Make him use that extra energy to run down, guys. Uh, but these are good extended run plays that get Debo the ball in his hands where he's the most dynamic. And we've seen him take these plays, including the NFC Championship in 2021, to the house. Uh, he can make house calls on these plays, and these will be big to help take some of the pressure off a young offensive line, take some pressure off Colton McKivitz. Uh, that's not really a matchup we can exploit, so I won't be talking about that this much in this episode. When we get to the game preview show, I will talk about TJ Watt versus Colton McKivitz and how that's a key matchup in the game. And I'll give, get into all about how the 49ers can help Colton McKivitz and how Colton McKivitz can do a good enough job against Watt. I don't know if, if there's ever stopping Watt, but there definitely is an opportunity to somewhat slow him down and be able to run your offense without him completely messing everything up that comes along. So next up, let's talk about a little bit of the run game. Finding windows to run against the Pittsburgh Steelers is not easy. They play the run well. And Landon Roberts and Cole Holcomb, especially Roberts, he gets downhill in a hurry. He recognizes, diagnoses, and gets downhill and makes tackles. He's a good, solid linebacker. So the 49ers are going to have to be very smart about making sure they locate him and pick him up at the second level. That means interior offensive linemen, as they're going ahead and moving along in these zone-type blocking scheme, are going to have to locate him. They're going to have to find him, and they're going to have to get a body on him. Because if not, he's going to get downhill and make the tackle. When it comes to Holcomb, he's a little bit more uh, horizontal. He won't get downhill as quickly. He doesn't diagnose as fast. So that's something you can remember when you're running his direction. So look for... Uh, Landon Roberts getting downhill and then locate Holcomb. But the way you want to run is you got a matchup that is Trent Williams against Alex Highsmith. 
And Alex Highsmith is a very good pass rusher. But a weakness of his is stopping the run consistently. You go and you watch any of the film, him setting the edge against the run, he can get bodied and moved by tight ends. 49ers have one of the best blocking tight ends in the league, if not the best blocking tight end in George Kittle. Kittle plays, that's a fun matchup. But even if he doesn't, Trent Williams getting movement on that left side. Will Larry Ogunjobi play? I, I believe he will, but he has been missing a lot of practice. Didn't play uh, during the preseason. Uh, this is a lot of what happened last year. So Ogunjobi not being there could make it easier for the 49ers to run to the left side. Yes, the Steelers are still talented along the defensive line, but just not as talented. So you run at Highsmith and you get some movement. One of the things the 49ers have done when they've went against these 3-4 defenses with stand-up edge guys that really bring pressure is when they run the football, they like to get motion with Jawan Jennings, with Kyle Juszczyk, or a bigger body that can come across the formation and help get a push. So you might get George Kittle pushing on Alec, uh, on Highsmith, and then all of a sudden here comes Juice or here comes Jennings to help give an extra push, create a gap and a hole to be able to run through. I think that is something they can do because I haven't seen from the film that I've watched yet, Highsmith consistently be able to stop the run by setting the edge. He, he does set an edge, but he gives up ground. And that's all you need when you're running the football with Christian McCaffrey and this 49ers run game. So I think that's an area the 49ers can attack and exploit that left side of the 49ers offensive line going against Highsmith and Ogunjobi if he's there. We'll see how that works. And if he's not there, if he is there, how much is he going to play? How many snaps will Ogunjobi play uh, in, in, on the you know defensive line in this matchup? Maybe not a lot. He's probably going to be on a pitch count. How in condition is he? They get something to monitor and watch. And if you get a situation where you can run at Highsmith because you motion late and you can have Holcomb on that side uh, with no Ogunjobi, then you really have an advantage there. Of course, you have to locate where's Minka Fitzpatrick. He runs the alley as a safety, one of the best that I've seen. Uh, so you always have to locate him. You've got some pretty good guys on the corner at the corner position that can come up and tackle, including if they have Desmond King playing the slot. That's one area he's pretty good. So they do have good players tackling in the secondary and along the front seven, but this is an avenue in which you can attack them is right there. And as they start to overcommit to make up for that, Holcomb flying out there, Roberts flying out there, that will create the natural cut lane for Christian McCaffrey, for Elijah Mitchell to be able to get positive gains. Once you get this run game going and established, it opens up everything else. So uh, this is a definite matchup I believe the 49ers can exploit because Trent Williams is one of the best run blockers in the entire league. George Kittle is one of the best run blockers in the entire league. And Alex Highsmith is definitely not one of the best at setting the edge, a defensive end or edge. Uh, it's a very good defense. They are very talented, but they do have weaknesses if you can exploit them. Of course, they recognize what their weaknesses are, so they're going to try to insulate themselves to make sure those weaknesses aren't uh, taken advantage of. So it's going to be a, a fun kind of give-and-take chess match when it comes uh, to that edge and how Trent Williams goes about attacking. Uh, so can the 49ers get that run game going? I also believe they need to run at TJ Watt because even though TJ Watt is really good at setting the edge and also has some very good technique as far as 
jumping inside, making somebody miss, and then taking on the extra player and setting the edge. He's done that a lot all throughout the regular season and then during preseason this year. So you do need to run at him, though, because you need to wear him down. The more you run at him, the more bodies you throw at him consistently, uh, the better you're going to have an opportunity to win when it gets to the fourth quarter. Plus, if you can get this offensive line moving forward, it will create opportunities later where they don't have third and long, which are bad situations for the 49ers. The 40, 49ers have third and seven plus advantage Steelers uh, because with Watt and Highsmith, they can get after you and they got good interior pressure as well. Coming from some pretty good defensive ends and a nose tackle that can get after it. So it's a talented group for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So finding ways to beat them isn't easy, but there are things you can possibly take advantage of. And these are them so far. So far. Next up is going to be about a personnel grouping. And that's 21 personnel. That means two running backs and one tight end. This is when you keep Kyle Juszczyk on the field with Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle. Then you have Debo and Brandon Ayuk. The reason that this is such an interesting uh, personnel grouping is defenses normally will stay in their base set. Uh, so in this case, the Pittsburgh Steelers would stay in a 3-4. If they do that, though, that means you're going to get matchups you like somewhere. That matchup could be George Kittle going against a linebacker. George Kittle going against a safety that you like. is It may be not Minka, but somebody else. Uh, but also Kyle Juszczyk and Christian McCaffrey. Because the 49ers can simply go 21 personnel and empty it out. And if they do empty it out, you're going to have a linebacker or safety covering either Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, or Kyle Juszczyk. What the 49ers love to do is take... Uh, Kyle Juszczyk and put him all the way outside, all the way to the sideline. And a lot of teams, if they're running zone coverage, especially they'll put the corner out there with them. And then uh, what happens is it just kind of changes everything inside. Next thing you know, Debo is the most inside man and he's cu getting covered by a linebacker. That's a mismatch 49ers advantage. If you stick a linebacker out there uh, out wide with Kyle Juszczyk, we've seen Kyle Juszczyk win one-on-one -on, -one on the outside. He will run all kinds of routes, and he's got the ability to win. A lot of people underestimate how fast he is. Coming out of college, he ran a 4-4. Is he a 4-4 now? No, I think he's more like a high 4-5, but he still can move, and he can catch the football as good as any tight end in this league. So it's a very interesting uh, dynamic. You could also put McCaffrey, Debo, and Ayuk out. You could put uh, Kyle Juszczyk in the backfield, and then you can motion McCaffrey and or Debo Samuel to the backfield and run the football. There's just so many avenues with personnel groupings, and it just pushes Pittsburgh to decide, you know, by who's going to be out there, what personnel grouping are you going to have your 3-4 defense in there and be ready to stop the run, or are you going to have a nickel set and hope you can stop the run? Now, of course, if they came out against the 49ers 21 personnel and they could stop the run, um, then you got to feel good. You know, if you're, if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan that they can stop the run in that situation, that'll make it more difficult for the 49ers and their advantage. Also, when the 49ers go to 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends, how do they go about it? I would think they're going to stay in a three, four, but we'll see. And that could create some opportunities as well uh, for some match matchups that go the 49ers way. So personnel groupings are going to be a big part of this game. And I think these are some of the matchups 
that you can kind of look at and say, hey, these are advantages, 49ers. These are things that need to exploit. And early on in the game, we're going to get a pretty good idea of how the Steelers' defense plans to take away. McCaffrey, Debo. Uh, if George Kittle plays in this game, it opens up a whole other door of weapons that they can use. Uh, not to mention his blocking at the point of attack. He's spectacular in that area. But whenever you get all weapons for 49ers, it puts the defense in such a predicament because what do you do from personnel grouping to personnel grouping? Who do you have on the field? And even when you get guys you feel comfortable with, can they win against these 49ers skill players? I guarantee you Pittsburgh will probably never play a, a team this year with the eclectic skill players that the 49ers have. Uh, not too many teams have the positionless talent of Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel to go with an all-pro tight end in George Kittle and an emerging star in Brandon Ayuk. It's it's just so difficult, and I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to talking more about this matchup, uh, you know, getting into the key matchups of the game. That'll be coming on the game preview show later this week. Of course, I'm going to also get into the matchups on defense that the 49ers must win. Uh, Pittsburgh has a lot of really talented skill players, and they have a very good quarterback that can somewhat take advantage of those. Uh, I say somewhat because the 49ers are still a really solid defense, but it's going to be a fun matchup. I'm going to get into all that on tomorrow's episode. I hope you guys will all come back and check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, listen to 49ers Cutback on Believe. It's on all audio platforms. Subscribe to it if you haven't already. And then, of course, pretty soon, PSF app. We'll be doing a lot of stuff with that as well, including live game casting. So uh, join PSF app. Go over there. Download the app. Join the 49ers chat room. Lots of chatter goes on in there. It's really exciting time. So 49ers versus Pittsburgh Steelers is coming up. Will the 49ers be able to take advantage of these matchups? I think they can, but they got to go out there and they got to prove it on the field. I hope you guys all enjoyed. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way.